high school holla. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blissin, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, Boom. and if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names, they never let poor Rudolph join in any Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, come on, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight, then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever, you go down to history forever, you go down to history, what? High School Happy Holidays, Chicago! It's the Saturday before Christmas Eve and another fun holiday edition of the H2S2 High School Sports Show. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with you, wishing everyone many blessings this holiday season. Welcome to everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas, along with those listening abroad, wherever you may be, to the best show by Chicago area high school sports. This week is a special week for us as we took part in a special moment and one of Chicago's talented shining stars at Limbloom Math and Science Academy, an event I truly hope becomes a norm for us to attend across the city of Chicago as we show our student athletes in Chicago going to the next level of life in athletics. Which brings us to what's up on today's show. As I mentioned, we introduce you to another talented student athlete from Chicago area who invited us to attend his signing day. Announcement from C.J. Rutherford, our H2S2 Shining Star of the Week. We sit down with another area high school coach from CPS Football. Justin Presley joins us as our H2S2 Coaches Chatter guest. We recap our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week as the Limbloom Eagles visited the Harlan Falcons. We'll talk with the Shining Stars from that game as well. And with baseball coming just after the holidays, we debut our new H2S2 Double Play Baseball Preview segment featuring the Eagles from Limbloom Math and Science Academy. Wait a minute. Why don't we just call this the H2S2 Limbloom Math and Science Eagles Edition Show? Swoop, swoop. Let's do it. That's right. You are welcome to holler at us at our social media networks. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, go to Facebook and like our show page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We always want to hear from you. You can tell us what class you represent, what school you attend or want to holler at. And as you know, our social media network is for bringing back friendly and fun high school pride back to the city of Chicago. Now, after the break, it's our shining star. We bring you C.J. Rutherford, who tells us where this Limbloom Eagle plans to land and play football next year. 
stay with us. It's the A2S2 Shining Star up next. Hey Chicago, this is John Wilson from Limbloom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980, swoop swoop, and you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. Need light? Get life and life church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. Or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac E. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Hey Chicago, this is Pastor Isaac B. Green of Life Church, representing the class of 1988 in the Julian Jaguars on the High School Holler Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 Show, our special Limbloom Eagles Swoop Swoop Edition. When you hear that earth, wind, and fire, you know it's time to kick things off with our H2S2 Shining Star. This Shining Star segment talks to student-athletes about their accomplishment in the sport that they play, in the classroom, and in their community. It's being brought to you by our friends at Life Church, a church developing relationships that create and foster a space that is not only church, but feels like home. Life Church is a place where people receive help, healing, and hope according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To learn more about their worship services and ministries, visit www.getthelife.org. Sponsors of this week's H2S2 Shining Star segment. Our guest this week is a young man that shines in the classroom as well as on the football field. He invited us to share in his deciding moment when he announced where he would be attending in the next level of his student-athlete career. We introduce you to Limbloom Math and Science Senior, C.J. Rutherford. 
High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show here at Lindblom Math and Science Academy for the signing day for none other than C.J. Rutherford, who joins me now, our shining star of the day. And C.J., man, a great moment for you. How does it feel? Uh, most definitely, man. It feels great to just see all the hard work pay off and see everybody come out to show support, and I really appreciate it. It's a big day. For those who are listening to this right now, announce where did you decide to go to the next level and play? I decided to attend Indiana State University. It's a great school filled with great people, great coaches, great football program, and uh, I just feel like it's the right place for me. Those who have seen you play, such as myself, you play both sides of the ball. Where will your focus be at the next level? Uh, my focus will definitely be a wide receiver. I really enjoy playing defense, but when it comes down to where my heart is at, it's definitely a wide receiver. Be playing receiver in college. Now, what led to that decision? Just starting off as a freshman, uh, it's always been my dream to play receiver at the collegiate level. Been working at it my whole life. Just I like to having the ball in my hands and being able to score touchdowns. How does it feel to be blessed with such a talent that has allowed you to build to go to the next level? Oh, man, it truly is a blessing. Coming into it, I've just been working since I think I was in eighth grade, and I came into it with a mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to the next level. And once you get that mindset and you get the work to go with it, you just can't be stopped. You're here at Lindblom. What was the decision to bring you here to play for the Eagles? Um, the deciding factor was really overall academics. Uh, coming out of eighth grade, you know, I was big on going to a Catholic school for sports and everything, but my parents made sure that academics was the emphasis. And at the time, Lindblom was one of the top schools in the state for academics, so I stuck it out and stayed here and just did everything I had to do to make it to the next level. Now, throughout your years, you've been Lindblom Eagle playing here, football. What went into the decision to make of what school you were going to go and play for? Coming into it, I knew that I wanted to go to a place where I was going to feel comfortable. When I went on my first visit to Indiana State, the coaches made me feel like family. I really enjoyed the facilities. They just took me in and they made sure that I understood that they were going to develop me as a man and on the football field and in the classroom as well. So that really was the deciding factor. Now, CJ, we talked to Coach Presley who said you were a tremendous leader and you helped underclassmen. I want to take an opportunity right now for you to other underclassmen outside of Lynn Bloom who might be listening. How did you go about making the decision? What weighed in? What did you look at when determining what school was best for you? Um, the first thing I definitely looked at was a was a uh, team that I felt like had a great culture. Indiana State definitely has a great culture about them. Great facilities, great coaching staff. Um, they also have my major, so that really went into it. That was a big part of it. So I just felt completely at home in Indiana State. Well, you mentioned major, so we know where you're going. We know what position you're playing. What would be your major? Um, right now, I'm hoping to major in sports management with a minor in athletic training. Depending on how school goes and everything, it might change, but right now, I'm looking at sports management. All right. Well, you know, I could always use a manager. I'm going to be up there one day with you, CJ. One day soon. One day soon. Talk about, was there any pressure at all being recruited by so many different schools? Um, definitely, it was a lot of pressure. Uh, I think a lot of pressure would be an understatement because, you know, when you finally, when you're growing up and seeing all of the guys that you watch when you're older, you see them get the offers and everything, and you finally want to be in that position. And then once you're in the position, it's definitely hard to tell schools no. You have to stay true to yourself, and you have to understand that you have, you're the one who's going to the school overall, and you have to make sure you feel comfortable with your decision. So that's really the main thing with making the decision. How did your coaching staff here at Limbloom help you develop for the next level? They helped tremendously. I mean, coming into my freshman year, we went, I think we won about two games, if even. Coach Presley came and he changed the program, he changed the culture. He made us understand that hard work is going to get us to where we want to be, and he definitely emphasized that throughout our entire process, throughout the entire career. So Coach Presley and the rest of his coaching staff has really helped us out and made us into the people that we are today. Define overall your senior year in football. Man, it was a, it was a crazy ride, a little bumpy at times, but we definitely pushed through it. I think we had a great season with a lot of great guys who really 
chipped in a lot this year. The underclassmen helped out a lot too, but I think this team was it was really special this year, and it was it was easy to see on the field. So looking forward to see what they have in store next year. Well, you took this team to a state first round playoff, and it's been a while since they did that. What was that experience like? Um, the experience was great. I mean, coming into it, we knew we were going to have to face a, t- a tough Kalen team. They were definitely going to be a challenge on offense and defense, but I think we handled it well. And it just showed what this culture is about and what Coach Presley has done for the team, just getting us to that to that point in our stage. So it was a big deal, and it was definitely a big culture shock for this school and this uh, program. What would you miss most after your senior year? I'm definitely going to have to say I'm going to miss Coach Presley's energy. Um, he's definitely a guy who's going to be energetic on the field. He's going to be a guy to pick us up when we're down. He's going to make sure that we know that we're up when we're up. And he's going to make sure that we stick around for a long time to come. So I'm really excited to see what they have in the future. Now, what would you miss most about Limbloom Math and Science Academy? Um, i got to say the teachers. Uh, the teachers are definitely great people. They really prepare you for what's going to be on the next level. They make sure you're getting your work done, and they really care for you as a person. So I'm going to miss the teachers a lot. Now, how does it feel going to the next level, representing not only CPS football, but representing the city of Chicago up there in Indiana State? Um, it feels great. I mean, it's always it's always good when you're put on a pedestal and you're put in a position to put on for your city or your school. So it's definitely going to feel great. Going to carry the name of Limblum with a lot of honor, carry the city with a lot of honor. So looking forward to it. We're going to have a little fun now. Now, you're CJ. I want you to share with me your greatest football moment. Uh, um, I think I'm going to say my first game when I was five years old. Uh, we were playing the Blue Island Untouchables. My first time running the ball, I think it was the first quarter, and I remember Coach calling a 48 toss, and in my mind I was just scared because it was my first time running the ball. But I got the I got the ball, went outside, um, and I got hit real hard my first time being tackled. And I was on the ground, and I was just crying, and my grandma came on the field. She picked me up, and she looked me in my eyes. She said, CJ, there's no crying in football. <laughs> and ever since then, man. You haven't cried since No, then. no, no, sir. <laughs> No, yeah. So definitely got to say that that was a that was a defining moment in my career. So for those listeners who haven't seen Lynn Bloom football or haven't seen you in action, like talk about who you model your game after. Who's some of your favorite players that you model your your style of play? I definitely think I model my passion after Odell Beckham. The way he goes on the field and competes, uh, he has a lot of aggression, but it's not necessarily aggression towards other people. It's aggression for the game that he loves. Um, I think I model my skill set after Julio Jones. I try to go up and get the ball at the highest point at all times. Uh, great route running ability. And he just has a, he's just great with the ball in his hands. So definitely those two guys. I'm an eighth grader. I'm looking for a school to go to. What would you advise an eighth grader in choosing Limbloom Math and Science Academy? Um, if you want to develop as a person, and as a student, and possibly as an athlete too, I mean, Limblum is the place for you. We've got great athletics, we've got great academics, we've got great teachers who really care about you. So if you really want to develop as a person and become a better person, I say come to Limblum. CJ, we're not done yet. I'm a, I got a couple of more round-robin questions. We're going to rattle them off really quick, okay? Favorite subject in school? Um, history. Favorite teacher? Um, Mr. Garfinkel. How many nicknames do you have, CJ? Just CJ, as I know of. Now you know your parents are here. Do I need to bring them in, CJ? What the family call? Uh, my mom calls me Muka. What grandma call you? CJ. Yeah. <laughs> what the dad call you? CJ. So mom's the only one that got the special nigga? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say to your, your family, your friends, and the Limbloom community has come out and supported you your years here playing at Limbloom. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported me. Thank you to everyone who came out today. Uh, it's been a long and grueling process throughout my high school career, but after going through everything, it's definitely been worth it. The hard work was worth it. Going through everything in the classroom and on the field has definitely been it's been a long ride, but glad to say that I'm here and I'm blessed.
We're joined with the parents of C.J. Rutherford. Mom and Dad, talk about how great of a moment this is for you guys to see your son develop and go to the next level. It's really exciting. It's been fun to watch him develop and watch him grow as a uh, person. Me and his mom are just really, really proud of him. And excited to see what happens next. When we were asking C.J. about his choice to come to Limbloom, Mom, I, I kind of feel like you played a little bit of part in that. Yes, <laughs> because of the academics, I felt that he needed to stay here and not go to a private school. Why go to a private school? You go to a public school and get the same thing and even more. Talk about how you guys helped CJ in his process of choosing which school to go to. How tough was it for you as parents to be able to see and nurture him through this process? Well, it was definitely a blessing. He was given about five or six offers. We weighed into each offer. We weighed into what they had um, academically in regards to him, what he would be doing as a person on campus, how that school would develop him, and that's decision for Indiana State. Yeah help other parents who may have a child facing the same situation or same decision. What would you advise them to do in helping their children figure out what's best in the next level? The most important thing is to stay with your academics. You got to keep your grades up. You really don't realize how important it is with the NCAA standards that now it's not like it was before. If you don't have the grades, you're not playing ball. So it's important to keep your grades up, keep a good study habit, and do what you got to do to, you know, keep your grades up. And when we talk about Indiana State, how great is it that it's not that far away? Wonderful. <laughs> we'll still be able to see his football game. Since yeah. he was six, we've been watching him every game. So it'll be great to see him still continue to play football. And what would you like to say to the people that supported your son here at Lindblom, even in your within the family, in your community? What would you like to say to them? Lindblom is a great school. Um, CJ has been here since seventh grade. We have had no problems or any ill wills in regards to sending him here. Everybody that we meet in the street that are Lindblom alumni are all great people. So we're hoping our son will grow up to be the same way that they are. Uh, I want to congratulate you guys on behalf of the H2S2 show for not only allowing us to share in CJ's moment, but sharing with other parents to encourage their children in a decision such as this. Congratulations and thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. CJ Rutherford, thank you. And man, it's been an honor to watch you not only play, but to have you as our H2S2 shining star this week. Good luck the rest of the week. Appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. High School Holla. We'd like to once again thank CJ and the Rutherford family, great people, and Limblue Math and Science Academy for allowing us to be present in this great announcement. Coming up next, we talk to the man who coached up this talented Eagle football student athlete to the next level. We talk with head coach of the Eagle football program, Justin Presley, our special guest on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter. Our special Limbloom Swoop Swoop edition continues. Stay tuned more on the H2S2 Show. Hey Chicago, this is Josette from Limbloom Technical High School, home of the Eagles, class of 1989. And you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. Praise the Lord. Need light? Get life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. A weekly Bible study on Wednesday. 
at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. School Holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, Mendel Man, rapping for the great class of 1988. Time for our special edition of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter, brought to you by Robin Patrice, a trend-setting and one-of-a-kind online store, offering first-rate products and exceptional customer service to shoppers from the comfort of their own home. To find out more about their products and accessories, check them out at RobinPatrice.com. R-O-B-B-I-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-E.com. Where homemade is the new black. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment. In our previous segment, we heard from our shining star, C.J. Rutherford, from Limbloom Math and Science Academy, who has gone to the next level of football, heading to Indiana State. Well, in this week's edition of the Coach's Chatter, we talked to the head football coach of Limbloom, Justin Presley, the coach behind the talent, to hear what he has to say, not only about C.J. Rutherford, also about the future of Limbloom Eagle football. Here's Justin Presley, our special guest on the H2S2 Coach's Chatter. High School Holler. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show at Limbloom Math and Science Academy for a special signing day. And I'm joined now with the head football coach of the Limbloom Eagles, Coach Justin Presley. Thank you for inviting us, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. How great of a moment is this to have a player sign to go and play at the next level? 
Uh, it, it's it's great for our school, especially. I don't think we've we've only had one other D1 recruit and none since I've been here. So it's really great for us. This is the first year where there's an early signing day, and it's great to have a guy on that panel for early signing day. Uh, it means a lot to our program and and a lot to our kids, and that, that's good for us. Now tell us about the young man who is signing to go to the next level. So so CJ is signing with Indiana State, and he's had I mean he's a very loyal loyal kid because he's had colleges come from he's had Syracuse, he's had a lot of D1. Uh, BS schools come, but Indiana State was the first one to offer him there, the first one to show interest, and he stuck with them all the way through. He's a great athlete. You've seen him play. He's wide receiver, uh, defensive back. He's played middle linebacker for us at times. Just anything you need from him, he'll do it. All city, all conference, uh, all state honorable mention. He's just, I mean, just the accolades just pile up. He's just been a phenomenal kid in our program, and, and he really deserves this. It's a really good number for him. Tell us about how C.J. Rutherford contributed to the success of the Eagles on and off the field. Uh, well, I'll start with off the field. He's a big-time leader in the weight room. He's a big-time leader in the classroom. Uh, sets the tone for what the standard here should be. Uh, presents himself the right way. Carries himself like an upstanding citizen like we want our players to do. And then on the field, same thing. He's just a gigantic leader. He won't talk a whole lot in practice. You won't see him goofing off ever. He'll get into his drills. He'll be the first one to lead everybody. He's coaching young guys up. Uh, he's been invaluable to our program. Not just what he's done production-wise as a starter, but what he's done just helping other guys on the team develop has been huge for us. And, 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 and the success that we have in the future will be because of him and the rest of these seniors that you're going to see signed in the next couple couple months. Now, from a coach's standpoint, Coach Pesley, how rewarding is this? It's the best thing. That's the only reason I do this. I do this, you know, a lot of people do it because they love football. I like football a whole lot, but I do this because I want to see kids get to the next level. I want to develop them, uh, and if it's not the next level in football, I want them to get an academic scholarship and to go be successful people. You know, I've seen the process for CJ, and when, when I met him his sophomore year, he wanted to be a college football player. It was really important to him, and he's worked really hard to get there, and I've seen a lot of schools say no thank you to him, and I've seen him be told no by many people. He went to, he went to a couple schools last year, and they said you're too small we're not you're not what we want you know and he went to the weight room right after that and got bigger and he put on 15 20 pounds to get to where he should be to be on that level and and, and just to see him sign and it, it's just it's rewarding for me throughout the whole entire process and it kind of it's, it's rewarding that we can kind of point to our team and say hey this is what hard work gets you this is this is this is the this is the end game of it I'm glad you mentioned that, Coach. For our listeners who missed out on a great Limbloom Eagle football season, describe the Limbloom Eagle football program. So our our program is, is we're building a culture here. It's all about culture. It's all about teaching our kids to be selfless and learn how to serve. You know, when I got here, there's not a huge community feel. As you know, we're, we're, we're a magnet. We're pulling people all over the city, and we don't really have that you know, walk out in, into the neighborhood atmosphere here. But I wanted to create, you know, a big community feel here. I want a family environment. I want our culture to be the biggest emphasis in our program. And I, I think our kids bought into that right away. I, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't ever say anything about the previous coaching staff, but I think the previous, previous uh, resume was all about, you know, winning football games and being a good football team. And you know, that's that's kind of a different direction than I wanted to go. I feel like a good football team comes when you when you. When you build a family you build trust around the players so you know I just wanted to show the kids I love them and I wanted to treat them you know like they're my own kids and I want them to love each other and our, our kids have done that and the culture here is, is phenomenal for people that don't know about our program every one of our kids you'll see present themselves like like they're upstanding citizens they treat people the right way uh, they, they act the way you're supposed to act and that's, and that's a big deal to me and I think it's a big deal for anyone and all college coaches that have came in to recruit our kids Come, come back multiple times because they just love to sit down with their kids 
Our kids will sit down and talk football with you. Our kids will sit down and talk academics. You know, they go to a lot of kids and they'll say, oh, do you have any questions? And many kids will say, no, I don't have any questions. Our kids have a list of them. They'll ask every question from what's a, what's the typical day like at school? What's, what, what is the coach that's going to be coaching me like? They, you know, they are, they're, they're studious kids and they're just amazing kids to be around. So our, our culture is fantastic here. What would you say to coaches who are looking to fill their roster, their college roster, about the character of these young men on this Limbloom football program? Well, character is as high as it gets, and I and I say if you guys follow my Twitter a lot, I said on Twitter a lot, true leaders, uh, and I too I put it in all capitalizations because I, I want our kids to know what you know true leadership is. But we throw around leaders. You can be a leader in a in a bad environment. You can be a leader. You can you can be all kinds of different kinds of leaders. We talk about being a true leader, someone who gets the best out of people around. And if you want if you want kids to go to your college to get the best out of people around you, which is what you want to build a program, my kids are the kids. Because whether they start on your field for four years, they're going to lead in the weight room. They're going to lead off the field. You, you room them with somebody for four years, and after four years, that person's going to be a better person. Because our kids are going to make them better. What does having a player like C.J. Rutherford and this type of moment tell an eighth grader who's looking for a program to join in Limbo? Well, this is a very important one because we got kids that'll that'll pick schools based on where they think they can go in college. And what I say to them, and what I say to my kids, you put in the work, you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be found. And we've had every D1 school that you can think of come in here and talk to CJ, and we've been looked at. We, you know, we're getting the looks here. So if anyone says, "Oh, I want to go across town to this school," well, keep in mind at Limbaugh, you're going to get not only a top-notch education for free. Now we have a solid football program that is we're making a lot of noise. We got a lot of attention. So if you want to come somewhere where you're going to get a great education and you're going to be in a good football program and you're still going to have the opportunity to play D1 football, look at CJ Rutherford. A moment like this in signing day here at Limbloom Math and Science Academy, what does it say about the quality of players, the quality of coaches like yourself for CPS football in the city of Chicago? Well, I, you know, I, I talk to a lot of college coaches as they come in, and we talk about CPS football a lot because when I first got here, these kids' sophomore years, I was telling coaches that you look at our film and it's not going to be the highest quality. But right now, I think CPS football is at an all-time high. I think there's so many programs that are excelling. You see Al Raby excelling right now. I just got you know to the state semifinals. Every year, Phillips is doing what they're doing. Curie, Simeon, programs are getting better. I think CPS football needs to start you know getting some more attention, and I think we need to be taken serious because we have good programs here. And we just did a little bit of a realignment, and you know the top football teams are going to be playing with each other. And, you know, it, we've got a good good thing going in CPS football right now, and our kids here are, are, are top-notch kids to be recruited. Coach, I know you got a great following. I've been in a few of your games. I want you to take an opportunity to tell the people who supported Lindblom Eagle football how does it feel to have not only seen you guys take this program where you took it to the state all the way to the city playoffs as well, but supported you throughout this entire season to see the, the remnants of that in C.J. Rutherford. Well, th those, uh, those those people know if they've been here through us for three years that we were playing at Stag on our on our home games for the past two years. So anybody, we had you know twenty to, to eighty people at most of our home games for the past two years, and then this year we started playing home games at our field, and, and the support really showed out. And if you came to any of our games, you could see our sidelines are packed with people to watch our games on both sides. So we got an excellent environment for football games here. We have an excellent football team, good program building because of people like CJ and this this class that we had that built that that has built this program where it is now so we got a great foundation for the future what is it looking like for next year 
going to be really young. Uh, we lose 10 of 11 starters on both sides of the football. But like I told you with these guys, how they develop people, this is – we're here to stay. We're not going anywhere. We're going to win football games for, for a long time, and it's because of our culture and because of the way our kids work. We might have a new look next year, a new look of, of the roster, and we might have a new look offensively and defensively. It's not going to change our program and our, our culture. We're going to still be successful. Coach Justin Presley, thank you for inviting us to share in this moment with C.J. Rutherford. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. See you guys on February 7th. High School Holla. Special thanks once again to Coach Justin Presley for inviting us out to the signing day of C.J. Rutherford at Lindblom Math and Science Academy. Also, for sharing with us the future of Eagles football. The future definitely looks bright for that program and its underclassmen. Congrats to Coach Presley, his coaching staff, and the student-athletes for having a great 2017 football season this year. Up next on the H2S2 show, we see what the girls on the hardwood for the Limbloom Eagles have to offer to this special Limbloom Eagle Swoop Swoop show. Stay with us. Our girls basketball game of the week featuring the Limbloom Eagles and the Harlem Falcons. Up next, holla back at you in two. This is Janessa representing everyone from class of 1998. Holla! With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. High School Holla Welcome back to the H2S2 show. Time now for our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. Brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, 
or to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out their great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad, the official sponsors of the Diva Sports segment and this girl's basketball game of the week. We head over to the south side of the city off of 95th and Michigan. That's where our girls basketball game of the week took place at Harlan High School, home of the Falcons. The Harlan Falcons girls basketball program is for real, people. I'm telling you, they are definitely a team to watch heading into the city and state playoffs this year. While the Falcons played host to a group of young ladies who by the end of the season entering the playoffs could come within their own and make some people very sad themselves if you sleep on the Limbloom Eagles girls basketball squad. The Limbloom Eagles and head coach Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. come into Wednesday night's game with an overall record of 7-3 and 3-2 in the Red South Central Conference to take on the Harlan Falcons and head coach Eddie Niles with an overall record of 8-5. They also are 4-2 in the Red Central Conference. This game would either gain ground in the conference standing for the Limbloom Eagles or create distance in the conference for the Harlan Falcons. We had an opportunity to speak with both coaches before the game to get their thoughts about this Red South Central matchup. Take a listen. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey here at Harlan High School for our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. I'm joined now with the head coach of the girls basketball team for the Falcons, Eddie Niles and Coach Niles. Thank you for joining us in our H2S2 pregame show. Uh, no problem. Coach Niles, tell us about this girls basketball squad repping for Harlan Falcons. I got an older team, upperclassmen, a lot of upperclassmen. We're trying to put it together. This is our first year, 2A, our first year competing in the Super Conference because they transferred it over to a Super Conference. And we're just fighting, trying to compete, do well in the city and state playoffs. Well, you're absolutely doing well. You're 8-5 overall, 4-2 and two in the Red South Central Division. What's the key to this team's success thus far? Shooting. We're, we're, we're shooting a three. We live and die by the three. We, we play like Golden State. That's my philosophy. That's what we believe in. Tell us, Coach, who are some of the key players on this Falcons team that we should be keeping our eye on today? Tenille Robertson, that's my point guard. She's a class of 2019. Just real aggressive. I have the overall game. Uh, she's the leader of the team. Uh, she runs the show. Whatever I ask for her, she go out there to do. She's actually leading the team in rebounding, and she's the third leading scorer on the team, and she's definitely leading the team in assists. So uh, Tenille Robertson also have a deadly shooter by the name of Dejanae Winston. Uh, I think she can shoot the ball better than almost any girl in the state of Illinois. Just our last game uh, against Marshall, she hit seven threes. She was seven for 11 from the three-point line. Ended the game with 29 points, so she's another kid to watch out for. I got another 2019, Camaro Burks. Uh, she's been having a lot of interest from a lot of D1s in the area. Have a few offers on the table as well. So those three is the bread and butter of the team. Today, the Falcons take on the girls from Limbloom. What's the game plan coming into the night? And play our game. I, I always, since I started coaching, I always believe in playing my style. We're going to press, we're going to run, we're going to shoot the ball. That's what I can tell you we're going to do. Coach Niles, we'll look to talk to you at halftime. Good luck. All right, thank you. 
High School Holla. At our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week, the Limbloom Eagles taking on the Harlem Falcons. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Limbloom Eagles, Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. Coach Lawson, tell us about the great start for these Limbloom Eagles. Well, so far, the, uh, we're 3-3 we're three and three in the conference, 8-3 and three overall. I have a very young team led by two seniors, uh, Kaya Morrison and uh, Jayla Pitchford. We're do, we play outstanding game. You know, they, they hustle real well. At times, you know, we show our youth. But it's a very energetic group of kids, very skillful group of kids. Talk about the last game that the Eagles played and how you fare. I know it was a tough loss for you guys. Oh, yes, sir. We played uh, Simeon, which I know everybody knows the talent of Simeon. And again, we had an amazing uh, first half. Uh, we were down only by nine points, 30 to 21, when we went into the half. And, of course, that coach made a couple of adjustments. We came out, and they turned up the heat. And, again, I have a, a, a youthful team. I think it showed a little bit then, and so they were able to uh, get that victory for us. But I was not displeased with our effort at all. Talking about a youthful team, tell us about some of the key players we should keep our eye on on the floor tonight. Well, it's, uh, it, first of all, you got to keep your eyes on my two seniors. I have uh, Kaya Morrison, number 34. Excuse me for not knowing the numbers because we just changed numbers with brand new uniforms. And then uh, Jayla Pitchford. And then I have a young lady, a ninth grader, um, Anne-Marie Lawrence. I have another ninth grader, Ayanna Shelley, point guard, Kiara Herbert, tenth grader. But yeah, they're a very exciting group now, Don't in spite of their youth. I mean, they, they go hard. They play very hard. They're very And, and you should see that. This evening. Come in, you take on a, a Harlem Falcon team that's also out of the Red South Central Division. What do you know about the Falcons? I've had the pleasure of playing Coach Eddie and the Harlem girls uh, for several years, so I know they're a scrappy group of girls. I know they're very talented. I know Eddie's a very uh, outstanding coach, and I have the pleasure, a lot of respect, to coming over here playing. And all I can do is just tell my girls we have to come out here skill level-wise. I think we meet them skill for skill. We meet them speed for speed. And right now, I think it's come down to desire and effort. Coach, give me one description of this Lindblom Eagles girls basketball team. Persistence. Good luck the rest of this game, and we'll look to talk to you at the half. Okay, thank you very much, sir. High School Holla. You just heard from both head coaches. Let's get to the first half action. The game would start fast out the gate from tip-off as the Harlan Falcons wasted no time looking to break out quickly, firing three-pointers from all areas of the court thanks to senior guard Dejanae Winston who knocked down three three-pointers in the first half, joined by junior Kamara Burks, who had two threes, and Kayla Niles, who added one of her own. The Harlem Falcons girls would end the first quarter with 21 total points, 15 of those coming off of three-pointers. The Limbloom Eagles started off a bit slower, only scoring seven points in the first quarter, but would battle back strong in the second quarter, led by senior guard Jayla Pitchford who led the Eagles with 12 points in the first half. And with some help from senior center Kaya Morrison, the Eagles would run tight with the Falcons in the second quarter in a 14-15 scoring battle in the quarter. The Falcons would still go into halftime with a 15-point lead over the Limbloom Eagles, 36-21. Our leading scorers at the half were Jayla Pitchford for the Limbloom Eagles with 12 points at the half and Dejanae Winston for the Falcons with 17 to lead all scorers in the game. We spoke with both coaches for their thoughts on how both teams played in the first half and what to expect in the second. Here's what they had to say. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey at the half of our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Limbloom Lady Eagles, Coach Sergeant Dan Lawson. And Coach, what did you go in 
to tell your girls at halftime, down 15. Well, you know, like I always tell them, the first half is only played to get to the second half, so this is when the game truly starts. We have several turnovers that we are not really settled down to play in our game. If we could just settle down, get rid of the turnover, take that out of the variable, take that out of the equation, and just take good shots, we'll be okay. I mean, the defense of Airford Hart is a good team. I understand they're doing what they do, but we're not executing uh, what we can on offense, and we just got to settle down. All right, what adjustments will be made for you in the second half? We got we to gotta want it. That's the adjustment. We got to play effort. Effort is the one thing that they control. So they got to put forth more effort, more effort and they got to want this game. They got to play defense. We got to crash the boards and we got to make good shot selection and get back on defense. All right, good luck in the second hey, half. Talk to you after this. All right, thank you very much. High School Holler. Join now at the half with head coach of the Falcons, Coach Eddie Niles. And Coach Niles, your girls are balling out right now. Well, like I told you to start the game, we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot the three and they're shooting the ball well. Talk about the performance of your girls. Short roster for you. They went on a 21-6 run in the first quarter, and, man, they just didn't let up. I've been preaching to you. We're trying to make up. We, we, we let, let a game go at Kenwood, against Simeon, and against Marshall. So we're trying to get better every game. And today we are playing together. We're playing as a team. There's no egos on the team, and that's why we look the way we do. We look good. You're up by 15. Where do you go in at halftime and tell your girl? We're going to continue to shoot the ball. We're going to continue to play team basketball. But now we want to run more sets to milk some of the clock. I'm probably going to trap more on defense. I see they turning the ball over a lot. So we're going to do a lot more trapping, a lot more pressure defense to get the turnovers because it's easier to score in transition. All right, good luck in the second half. We'll talk to you after this. Thank you. High School After a quick break, we'll continue our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week featuring the Limbloom Eagles and the Harlem Falcons. Stay with us. You're listening to the H2S2 Show. Holla! He worked out early, practiced late, and studied well into the night. The next day, he did it all over again. She missed time hanging out and socializing with friends so she could make it on time to practices and games. He became a top student and a confident leader, even as he helped his team win back-to-back conference titles. She became a role model in her community, even as she led her team to an undefeated season. And when they finished playing high school sports, what did they do next? She graduated from college with honors and went to work for a successful company. He attended graduate school and became a difference maker in his community. Because that's what student athletes in Illinois do. They use the skills they develop playing high school sports today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Holler Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show.
Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We are recapping in our Diva Sports segment our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week featuring the Limbloom Eagles taking on the Harlan Falcons. Thanks to our partners at CP Travel Squad. Make sure you check out their great travel deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad. Coming out of the halftime, the Harlan Falcons led the Limbloom Eagles 36-21 to start the second half. After hearing from both coaches before the break, let's see which team will respond to their coaches' expectations. The Falcons will get the ball to start the second quarter, and this time the Falcons will call on another spark to lead off scoring as junior point guard Tennille Robertson would come out and run off two straight scores for the Falcons to increase their lead. Those scores will be met by an eagle three from sophomore Kiara Herbert to change the scoring for the Eagles in the third quarter. The teams would trade off buckets for most of the third quarter as the Falcons seemed to stumble a bit. The Eagles looked to get back into the game as sophomore guard Journey Henderson looked to help her classmate keep the Eagles in the game. Towards the end of the third quarter, the Eagles floor leader, senior Jayla Pitchford, would get called on some very questionable fouls, placing the guard in foul trouble heading into the fourth and final quarter of play. While the Falcons would have to gather themselves, allowing their 15-point leads to slowly slip away, shifting the momentum until the Eagles heading into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter would be as fast as the start of the game, as the Eagles would see their senior, Jayla Pitchford, foul out early and left to rely on younger guards to fill the void. The Falcons, on the other hand, would lean on the play of their point guard, Tennille Robinson, who forced the Eagles guard to foul out, now would look to take charge of the Rock and get her teammates back into the three-point groove, which would be challenged by the Eagles. The Eagles sophomore, Kiara Herbert and Marche Cullum, who both would knock down two three-pointers apiece, Journey Henderson would add two scores along with the inside player senior Kaya Morrison would eventually cut into the Falcon lead and bring the Eagles who scored 21 points in the fourth quarter alone. That wouldn't be enough as the Falcons would add a third element into the scoring with their senior center, Aquila Anderson, who poured in six points in the quarter, along with point guard Tennille Robinson's seven points in the second half, both players finishing with ten points apiece. And with four additional points from Dejanay Winston in the second half, the Falcons would score 13 points in the quarter, which proved to be enough to hold off the Eagles and seal a win for the Harlan Falcons over the Limbloom Eagles, 59-53. to Here's post-game interviews with both coaches and our two H2S2 shining stars of the game. The Harlan Junior guard, Tennille Robinson, with 10 points, and senior guard, Dejanay Winston, who led all scorers of the game with a game-high 23 points. High School Holler. Steven Spoon Ramsey at the end of our H2S2 Game of the Week. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Limbloom Lady Eagles, Coach Sergeant Dan Lawson. Coach Lawson, tough loss, but you girls battled back in the second half. Oh, yeah, they did a great job. We presented the opportunities that we needed, but we just didn't finish. That's the biggest thing. Where do you go back after this game and tell your girls? Keep your head up. You know, we're a young team. We're in a tough conference. 
And what we can't do is let one game affect the future. It's so, and what they have to understand is that the effort that they put in fourth in the second half to bring it down where it was where it was approachable. That's that's huge. So so take that and, and internalize it, and let's take it on to the next game and keep our head up because we don't have anything to hold our head down for. And what do you work on for the next game? Well, we, we definitely got to work on getting the ball. And, and, you know, with, with a young team, you got to. I think it's more mental now. You with a young team, you can't allow these games to get in their head, and and that's the that is the risk. I think that's more of the risk because I think you've seen you were here. You see skill for skill. The skill level is there. The effort, the athleticism is there. But right now, it's about all about what is the emotional, mental capacity right now and that's the thing that we that i'm gonna have to focus on just keep playing keep working on you know little stuff but don't let it get in your head all right well coach lawson we appreciate you and good luck the rest oh, of the way for the ladies thank you very much sir thank you very much sir high school holla the end of our H2S2 game of the week in girls basketball. The Harlem Falcons have just defeated the Limbloom Eagles. And I'm joined now with one of the big reasons, one of our shining stars of that game. My name is Tanae Robinson, point guard. Miss Tanae Robinson, and great game for you. How does it feel after this big win? Good on the win, but I just feel we, we can get better and improve a lot of things that we did. Good win at the end of the day. What was the mindset for you going into this ball game? You guys were taking on a pretty good Lindblom Lady Eagles team. Just play together and just get everybody involved. That's how we won. How hard is it for you as the point guard, the floor general of this group? It's very hard because everything falls back on me, but it's only going to get easier. You guys were up by 15 at the half. What did Coach Niles tell you at the half? That we got to be patient and let everything come to us. Don't rush, because when we rush, that's what they like, and that's what makes our game go out of control. You guys came out differently in the second half, where you came off real quickly. You scored immediately six points right after the half. You were going to the basket. Was that part of the sets that the Lady Falcons run? Yes. When coach give me the word, then it's my time. And what's that word? I want to know. Work. (laughs) Now, you guys play some tough competition. What do you feel like the Lady Falcons can do? How good is this Lady Falcons team? I mean, I feel we could get down state. I mean, I feel we could actually win state if we just work together and play together. I commend you guys on a great win. Thank you, Neil, for being one of our shining stars. Uh, one of our other shining stars that just come out of the locker room, Dejanae Winston, the leading scorer of the game with 23 points. Dejanae, how great was the win tonight? It felt good to win. You know, we played as a team, and I think we moved the ball, and that's why we put it in the hole. We was able to win. What was your mindset coming into the night? Did you see some things that you expected? Because it looked like they were coming, trying to trap you and press you in a lot of different sets. Make shots and win the game. How good did you feel with a 15-point lead at the half? I felt good. We, we should have kept our lead, though. <laughs> what did Coach tell you guys at the half? He told us keep playing the way we played first half and finish it out strong. What was different from the first half into the second half? Turnovers. We had turnovers, more turnovers, and not putting enough defense closing out. After the game, what did the coach tell you? That we need we need to finish the way we start. What do you guys expect going into your next ball game? We expect to play the way we played first half and continue to play the way we play so we can win more games. How far can this Lady Falcon team go? We're going downstate. What do you want to tell the Lady Falcons fans who came out and supported you guys tonight in this big win? Thank you for coming to support us and we 
pulled it off for y'all. All right. Well, thank you, Dejanay. Those are two of our shining stars of the game. I'm joined now with the head coach of this terrific group. Big win for you, Coach Now. Yes, it's a big win again in the Super Conference. They took the best 10 teams from the South Central area and put them together, and we played against a tough Nimboon ball club who's been together since their freshman year. So uh, it's a big win coming off a loss Saturday. So I'm just happy we got the win. What does a win like this do for you as far as trying to build momentum for your girl? Uh, every win is great, and it builds confidence into the girls and just showing them that games is a lot of ups and downs in the game and just overcoming the other team run and staying on top and, and getting the win. You know, we're going into our Hillcrest Christmas tournament with a win. Uh, I believe we got the number two seed out there. It's time to play ball. Based on the first two halves, we talked to you at halftime. Assess your team's performance in the second half. I think we, we let up a little bit. We was up 15. I think we ended up winning by like seven maybe. We let up a little bit. The girls was a little careless with the ball. Had a few turnovers, unforced turnovers. But we were still trying to play up-tempo and late in the game when we can just slow it up, walk it up, and run our set. Talk about how you get a team prepared, for those who might not know, for a tournament with teams that you probably don't get an opportunity to see on. Uh, well, a lot, a lot we do in practice, uh, we do a lot of shooting, a lot of defensive drills, and I don't call fouls in practice because going into state playoffs, going into the uh, South Suburbs to play Christmas tournament. A lot of those tournaments, we don't get a lot of fouls calls. I'm just being honest, you know. So I teach my girls to just keep playing through. Keep your mindset on the game. And at, at the end of the day, the guy I got for you, it'll all work out. Talk about the tremendous play of your two guards, Tanil and Dejanet. You told us about them in pregame. Yes, well, Tippy is a, she's a scoring point guard, but she's holding back, getting the other girls involved. And I keep telling her, you know, just keep finding your shooters. And when the time is right, I'll let you put the cape on and you take us home. And that's what she did tonight. Uh, Dejanet started out the first half. I think she made about five threes the first half. She finished with 23, 24 points. A lot of our stuff is driving kicks. To Neil Robinson, it all started with her. And she did a great job tonight. And again, you know, she was a real good rebounder. She rebounded the ball well for us. And she ran the team. For those people who weren't here tonight, for those who have yet to see this Lady Falcon team, give me a word that describes this ball club. Man, I say Golden State. We, we, we shoot the ball, we play like Golden State. I have five girls on my team that can make the three on a consistent basis, and that's where we go. What do you want to tell the Lady Falcons fans who support you in your program? Thank you for coming out. Uh, hope to see some of you guys out later in the season. If you're following and listening along now, we'll be at Hillcrest, December 26, 27, 28. How far can this Falcons team go? I believe we can make it downstate. This will be the first year. I've been coaching here for 18 years as an assistant coach and as the head coach now. And this will be the first time I really believe we can make it downstate. Good luck to you, Coach Niles. And you got a great nucleus of girls playing for you. Thank you. Thank you. High School Holla. Now, with the holidays, both teams have the rest of the week off and will possibly be facing each other again the day after Christmas in the Hillcrest Holiday Tournament in South Holland. So good luck to both of those well-coached squads in the tournament and the rest of the season we'll be following both teams. Now after the break, it's the debut of the H2S2 Double Play Baseball Preview segment. Guess who we're featuring? Here's a hint. Swoop Swoop Edition, baby. We talk Limbloom Eagles baseball next on the High School Holler Sports Show. 
Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. High School Holla. I read a song called Take Me Out to the Ball Game. The High School Holla. Me out to the ball game. Take. I said, take, take. Me out with the crowd. Now buy some peanuts. Buy me some peanuts. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show on this extended holiday edition. We, in an effort to highlight as many sports as we can throughout the year, came up with another preview segment to highlight high school baseball and softball just as we have football and basketball. So this week, we debut the H2S2 Double Play Baseball Preview segment. This segment will talk to high school baseball and softball coaches and some players about their previous seasons, the upcoming season, as well as what players and games we should look out for as the first pitch to the 2017 season is right around the corner. Now this being our Limbloom Eagles Swoop Swoop special edition show, we decided first stop Limbloom Math and Science with head coach Matt Ferdotti. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. Now into our H2S2 Baseball Review. I'm at Limbloom Math and Science. I'm going to be talking with the head baseball coach, Matt Fadati. And Coach Fadati, we thank you for joining us on the H2S2 Baseball Preview Show. Yeah, thanks for having us. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about the upcoming season. Happy to talk about some of the kids that we have and the, and the program that we have here. Well, let's start telling us about your coaching philosophy when it comes to Limbloom Eagle Baseball biggest thing my philosophy would be just commitment okay? and I've been talking to kids about that for the last three years and I see that some of them smiling right now about it because they didn't know what I meant when, when I said commitment from the beginning you know we, we practice five six days a week you know we, we, we go hard here you know all year round we, we do non-mandatory stuff now in the off season which is what we're doing now um, and, and in season that's when we're going five six days and you know they're expected to be there every single day on time ready to work hard and get better 
Last year, you finished 19 and 8 overall, I believe, and 11 and 3 in conference. Assess last year's team overall for us. Yeah, we, we had a really good year last year. You know, we built on the, the previous year where we went 20-7. and seven, But this year's group has got a much harder challenge. Our conference got a little bit stronger, and uh, our non-conference schedule is going to be really tough. So the reason for that is, one, I think our kids are ready for the, the tougher competition, and also I, I want to get, get us ready for postseason. Let's talk about the realignment. There's been some realignments done within Chicago Public League Baseball. Talk about how that adjustment affects what your outlook is for this coming season. Basically, what our kids need to know is that there's not going to be any game which, that they can take lightly. You know, every every team in our conference this year is going to be tough, and we need to come ready to play each game. You have to have strong pitching performances in all the games. You, you know, you're not going to have that one game that you know you could you know throw one of the guys at the bottom of your staff or something like that and try to just get by. You have to throw your best out there every single game. Just overall competition day in and day out is going to be much stronger. We talked about the realignment of Chicago Public League Baseball, and we talked about your schedule. Let's look through that schedule a little bit. Who are some of the exciting games that our listeners should come out and, and enjoy some good high school baseball. Yeah, the uh, first conference game this year is going to be against Corliss, and so that was definitely a game that we're going to circle on our calendar. Uh, we love playing Corliss, and Coach Corey over there is a great guy and uh, does a good job with his team. You know, it's a very competitive group that they have over there, and our kids love to love to play each other, so that's the first one that I would circle, but we have some good non-conference opponents this year. Uh, we played Lincoln Park the last few years, and they're always a really good challenge for us. We schedule Lakeview, who's a really good program in the city. We have Jones on the schedule and uh, a few other schools as well that are going to be a real challenge for us early on, kind of figure out, you know, where we stand, not just, uh, you know, within our league, but within the entire city, you know, and it'll be a good opportunity for our kids to go out there and play against good competition, hopefully bring out the best in us going into our conference season. Let's talk about this year's Eagles baseball team. What are some of the key losses from last year coming into this year? Uh, our biggest loss would be Jacob Thomas, who was our, our team MVP last year, and he was a two-year captain, and he, he pitched. He played a little bit shortstop. He played the outfield. He did a lot for us. He hit third, fourth in our lineup. He went on to play college ball at uh, Oberlin. Got a full uh, academic ride there. He's the, he's our biggest loss, and, and that's really it, though. We, we returned pretty much our entire team. We only graduated two seniors last year, and uh, so we're really excited about this year's group, and I expect big things from them. Now, with such a young team from last year coming into this year, how is that experience for those younger players, only graduating two seniors, as you just mentioned, benefit the Eagles baseball program coming into this year? Yeah, that's that. That was huge for us, you know, to have such so much success last year with the, with the young team. I think this year's team is going to be seasoned, and they're gonna they understand what the competition is going to be like. They they understand what it takes to win. But you know, we still have a lot of things that we can improve on, and we're going to continue to work to, to reach our, our goals. We have a young core of Eagle baseball players. Who are some of those players that we might need to keep our eye on in the upcoming season? Well. Some of these guys that are here right now, um, we got Nigel Jacobs, Charles Coleman, Bryce Walker, and Dimitri Foster. They're all seniors this year. They've all got a lot of time uh, for us last year. Expect those four to, to step up and play a big role for us again. We have a couple of younger guys that uh, that uh, I expect to have big years. Daniel Gay, who's a uh, starting pitcher for us, he's uh, primed to have an, another good season for us. Justice Page, uh, who's been a uh, three-year starter for us at shortstop, and uh, Chris Moda, who's, who's a captain for us last year as a sophomore. And, uh, Every time he's a captain in this year, he pitches, he plays third base a little bit, catches a little bit. So yeah, we have a good core group of kids that, that are really talented.
When you look at the Eagles overall roster, what do you see the strength of this Eagles baseball team? I think, uh, I think our biggest strength is offensively. I think uh, we have some guys that complement each other really well. We have guys that you know just know how to get on base and they run the bases really well. We have some other kids that can hit a little bit of power. So I think that's going to be the strength of, of us this year is that we have enough guys you know throughout the lineup to complement each other well. And I think we'll be able to put a lot of pressure on, on the opposing pitcher and the defense and, and score a lot of runs. Now, I know last year IHSA changed up the pitch count a little bit, and they uh, tweeted it again this year. How does that affect your strategy as a coach on how you're going to pitch pitchers? I think it, it benefits us because I, I was never the type of coach to let a kid go too far over that anyways. Um, so um, in my three years here, you know, we develop the pitchers and we bring them along slowly. And so we develop, by doing that, we develop an entire pitching staff. You know, we're not just running three kids out there and, and saying, hey, the game's yours, go, go get them. You know, we're developing other pitchers, guys that come in relief, figuring out what kids can come in and what situations, pressure spots, and things like that. For me, I think it benefits us having a pitch count because we have more kids that can come in and get us out. Was there any other IHSA rule changes that you had to adjust your, your strategy and team to? Not really. Um, I, I would say, you know, otherwise we, you know, we stick to what I've been doing uh, even before I got here as a coach, the, the offensive approach to play and, and, and things like that. You know, I like to be aggressive on the bases with the kids, and, and I'm lucky enough to have kids that, could, that can really run and have some good speed. Um, so we're able to take advantage of that and, and put pressure on defense. Now, what would you like to share in terms of to the Limbo? Eagle faith what they can expect from this baseball team this year and to get them to come on out to these diamonds. They can expect our guys to, to go out there and compete hard and represent our school well. This is a great group of kids. You know, I'm really excited to coach them again this year. Um, I expect big things from the guys. I know they'll make Lindblom uh, family proud here. And we are encouraging everyone, come on out. And where can they find other information, Coach, if they can find out about you guys' schedule? Uh, that's the main spot for it would be on Max Preps. Yeah, that has our entire non-conference and conference schedule. Well, we're encouraging the community to come on out, support high school baseball and the Limbloom Eagles baseball program. Coach Matt Fadotti, thank you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it right here on the H2S2 Baseball Preview. To kick it all off, we had to start with somebody hot, and we got a hot one for you. Coming up, it's the Limbloom Eagles baseball team. High School Holla. Stay with us. We got more of the H2S2 Double Play Baseball Preview with the Limbloom Eagles baseball team. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Imagine a world where kids no longer played football or baseball or basketball. Hard to imagine? Well, what if no adults wanted to officiate? 
Right now, there's a critical shortage of high school officials, and you can do your part to make sure kids keep playing. For more information on how to become a licensed IHSA official, contact your local high school or visit the IHSA website at IHSA.org. A message from the Illinois High School Association. Stay in the game. School holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 show. Now, you just heard part one of our debut of the H2S2 double play baseball preview with Limbloom head baseball coach Matt Fadati. And coming up, we're going to speak to a few of his senior players who is going to tell us what we can expect for this upcoming 2017 Limbloom Math and Science Eagle baseball team. High School Steven Spoon Ramsey with the H2S2 Baseball Preview. We're here at Limbloom Math and Science Academy High School, the home of the Eagles. And I'm joined now with a few of the Eagles baseball players. And we're going to start by allowing them to introduce themselves. Charles Coleman. And Charles, what year do you represent on this Eagle baseball team? 2018. 2018. So that makes you a senior, man. Yes. So talk about the experience of playing Eagles baseball here at Limbloom. Well, honestly, for me, I had, like, a huge, huge come up with this program. I started out my sophomore year, and honestly, I wasn't that good, honestly, to, to tell you the truth. And working with this program and the coaching staff, I really, really progressed to be a good player. Not to not to brag or anything, but I feel like I had, like, the biggest come up, I guess, our program. I'll brag for you. I'll brag for you. But, <laughs> but coming through the ranks, now you're a senior. Talk about last year's performance and what you're looking to achieve this year. Basically, what I'm looking to achieve this year is a, a better off, a better offensive capability for me. Like, last year, I, I did struggle a little bit at the plate, but I feel like I can do much better this year. It's all dealing with confidence and my mentality, and I feel like that is going to grow as we go out through this offseason. As a part of this senior leadership of the Eagles baseball team, what are you encouraging younger players behind you to help this Eagle team this year be successful? Just stay committed, and it, if you want to do something, just push forward. Don't don't stop yourself. Don't don't doubt yourself because you're having a bad game or a bad week. And also, stay in the books too. Although <laughs> it may look like you may be doing bad in the classroom, but just get it together. Because I, I know you people know that they want to do this in their lives. So just be, just commit yourself to everything. Also joining us, uh, one of the other Eagle baseball players, and Nigel Jacobs. And Nigel, what position in year do you rep? Uh, I'm class of 2018. I'm a senior. I play first and third base. Well, which one do you like the most, Knight? First base. You heard that, Coach. He, he likes first base the most. Knight, <laughs> tell us about your experience coming through the ranks here at Limbloom. To say the least, I just I love the experience here being a student athlete uh, for Limbloom baseball program. Being with what I want to call a brotherhood as our team is something I feel like a lot of teams can't get anywhere else. A lot of times people tend to have to choose between their academics or their sports, but I feel like being with uh, Coach Fadati, he's developed me holistically throughout my academics and as a man in general. He he takes his time to make sure we transfer a lot of the life lessons that we take from this sport into our everyday lives. So it's, it's just an experience I, I don't think I could have gotten anywhere else. Well, tell me about last year and how you feel felt about how the team ended last year and coming into this year what motivates you uh what motivates me is we have to top we have to top what we did last year every year every day for the most part we have to get better i feel like we a lot of times teams get stationary they think they're good they think they're that we have to understand that we have to keep pushing ourselves push each other for the most part make sure we're all doing our best at all times because in life you can't just sit down where you are you, have, you can't be stationary you have to always push yourself to be your best you now coach fadati mentioned about commitment how are you guys within your brotherhood of eagle baseball 
holding each other accountable. Oh, for sure. We call each other accountable. We don't take, we aren't for it with each other at all. <laughs> Every day we have to make sure everybody's at practice, making sure we're on top of each other's work. Because if you don't do your work, you can't play. You don't come to school, you can't play. You don't come to practice, you can't play. We all want to play and we all want to win. We all have to hold each other accountable because we need each other. And now we also have Bryce Walker. Bryce, you also play quarterback, but on this baseball team, What's your position? Uh, I play left field and center field. Well, I seen your arm. You you deserve to be in the outfield. Uh, talk about it, Bryce. How do you feel about transitioning from football to baseball? Sometimes I like to take a little break between, but I'm still I'm still gonna like work out and still get better on the off season, even though practice not mandatory. I just like to work and get better every day. So, well, I want to know because you you have a distinctive skill on the football field. I saw you in action. What do you take from football and bring it to baseball? Just mechanics, like throwing a football and throwing a baseball is just like the same mechanics. So anytime I work in the off season on my arm, I just do bench press, curls, anything to get my arm stronger and just keep working on my mechanics. Now on the off season, which we're in right now for baseball, what are some of the things that you're focusing on getting better from last year? Just my swing and my arm strength, taking ground balls from the outfield, fielding it and coming up and making a throw, along with like my bunting skills because I'm pretty fast. So I like to work on my speed each offseason. So I think bunting would be a good thing to add to my game this year. Well, family, I can vouch for that. He's pretty fast. I've seen it. I've seen it. Being out there in center field or, or in the outfield in general, especially center field, you're the captain out there. You control everything from left to you and right of you. Is it difficult when you have younger players to, you know, get them to see how Eagle baseball is truly played? Being with most of them young guys last year, I think like we came together as a unit in the outfield. So this year, everyone knows what they have to do. So I feel like everyone has like developed more and ready to play. We're also joined with Dimitri Foster. And Dimitri, what year and position do you play on this Eagles baseball? I am a senior and I play middle infield, so that's second base and shortstop. All right, which one do you like the most? I got to ask you because I asked Nigel, which one, which one is your favorite? Because Coach is listening now. That's second. Coach, you, you prefer to play second. <laughs> but no, let's talk about it. This middle infield, that's a tough position. You got to be quick. You got to be light on your feet and light with the glove. So tell us, what is your main focus at either position? My main focus is just for work. The main thing you have to do is just get to the ball. Anybody can get their glove down. You have to be able to get to the ball and efficiently moving at angles, moving at certain speeds to making sure you don't run past the ball, go too slow for a ball. So making sure that I have my proper footwork, making sure that I have my proper mechanics, getting my butt down, getting the ball, and, and my glove popping it right out, throwing it over the fence. Let's talk about some of the, the things that you and that middle infield have to control without giving out too many of the equals secrets. And we want to keep we want to keep the secrets a secret. But are you working in tangent with your shortstop or with the second baseman opposite of you as far as signals and how to turn that double play? Of course, me and my shortstop, Justice, we have a class together, so we're just practicing nonstop on flipping the ball out of our gloves and making sure we have our good glove speed. Well, you're not doing that in class. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Coach, you didn't hear that, Coach. <laughs> Coach, yeah. <laughs> but it, it builds team chemistry. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. Making sure that uh, we just have proper chemistry throughout our whole team, whether it's with me and an outfielder, even though we're may, we may not be able to communicate on the field, just making sure that we have proper chemistry and making sure that we have each other's back and hold each other accountable. And what about you and the pitchers? Do you guys exchange looks and, and, and signs to for pickoffs or possible? Uh, yeah, we definitely uh, have different signals, but on top of that, we just always encourage each other. If we see guys on the mound struggling a little bit, we always want to make sure that they, to know that he, we have his back and that we're going to have him no matter what. 
Now, I want to get all the guys together right now because we asked Coach Fadati, but I want you guys to tell the Eagle fans and the Eagle faithful within the community how much they can expect from Limbloom Eagle Baseball. We're going to start with you, Bryce. This year, I just feel like everyone's, we were all more mature and like our bat are going to be popping this year. So this year, offensive explosion. <laughs> be ready. Be ready for an Eagle takeover. We're not coming to play. We're coming very strong for whoever we play. I don't care if they're the worst team in Chicago or the best team in Chicago. We're coming for them. We're not taking anything lightly this year. Coming strong every game. It's a season you're not going to want to miss. Just know that we have a chip on our shoulder from the previous two years that we know we're ready to come in to try to get the city or state championship. Either or. It doesn't matter. Oh, maybe both. Both, yeah. yeah show, show like that. <laughs> well, that's Limbloom Eagle Baseball. I want to thank you, brothers. These young men are ready, focused. And the eagle is not going to land. It's going to soar here at Limbloom Math and Science. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. High School Holla. Once again, we'd like to thank Limbloom Math and Science head baseball coach Matt Fadati and his seniors for joining us on the debut of the Double Play Baseball Preview segment. Now, if your school's baseball or softball program would like to be a part of this special segment, simply send us an email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. This is a great opportunity for us to show our support to high school baseball and softball around the city of Chicago. Another great way you can support area high school student-athletes is by supporting the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation. Through donating your time, talent, and or resources, we can make a difference for our area student-athletes. For more information on how you can help, visit the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation website at www.urbanfieldhousefoundation.org. UFF Cares looks to help area student-athletes and community athletic programs within the city of Chicago. Family, we want to thank you for sharing a part of your Saturday morning with us on this holiday weekend. We also like to say a special thanks to all of those coaches who joined us this week from Limbloom Math and Science Academy, football coach Justin Presley, girls basketball coach Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr., and baseball coach Matt Fadati, along with Harlan head girls basketball coach Eddie Niles. Also, special thanks to our shining stars of the game from the Harlan Falcons, senior Dejanay Winston and junior Tennille Robertson, along with the seniors from the Limbloom Eagles baseball team. We look for big things coming out of those student-athletes because they all ballers in our book. Thank you to all of our show's partners and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show covering high school sports in Chicago. Now, we look forward to hearing from you on social media. Wish us a happy holiday or Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whatever. Holler at us on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. Make sure you follow us on those at Urban Fieldhouse. And if you're on Facebook, go to our show page and like us there, the High School Holler Sports Show. Remember, you can always listen to the post of this broadcast along with other previous shows and segments on our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. We're also available on iTunes Podcasts and SoundCloud. Search for us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. From my family to yours, we wish you a blessed holiday to everyone. Always remember, we love you and God does too. Holla back at you next Saturday. Peace. My number one business in life right now is giving. As my bishop would say,
I'm living because of my giving. If you want love, you're going to have to love somebody. If you want respect, you're going to have to respect somebody. And if you want recognition, you're going to have to recognize. December 24th on Hollis Ave at the dark My man Santa seen the Reverend gave the strangest remark He said that giving was his living and I had to take part So I grabbed a bag of goodies and hopped up on his card I laced the pockets of the porn, gave the hoodie a play Dropped some dollars up on Hollis and I went on my way I hear you jingle, Mr. Kringle, peep the single, my man So Santa, hit a brother off and come as quick as you can Santa, baby, just live up into To my homeboy next door to me A gift here, none there, but who cares My little sister needs a comb just to braid her nappy hair But here we go again, waiting on the enemy To slide down the chimney Look here, that ain't reality Santa baby, just
High School Holla.